0: Hey, this is Pastor Stephen from The Vine in Chapel Hill. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Our prayer is that regardless of where you are right now, the God of this universe would speak specifically to your heart through this message in Jesus' name. For more information about our church, mission, or to give online towards this ministry, go to thevinechurch.com. Okay, good morning. God is good. All the, All the time. Oh, that was weak. I said God is good. All the time. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, we're pretty excited to take over the youth, and I'm not going to sit up here and talk about it, but um, I'm also not going to give a Thanksgiving service. I don't know if you came to listen to that, but that's not why I came prepared for it. That's not what I was led for Um, but I do want to say we are very thankful for you guys. This is our family. This is our home. Um, very excited, like I said, to take over the youth. Um, but I went ahead and uh, titled the service Identity. Um, I just feel really led. I think some people need to have reset on our identity. I feel like we're under attack of our identity. Identity's been stolen by this world. Um, personal identity is one of the most important things to understand about ourselves. Knowing who we are What makes us tick, what makes us laugh, what gets on our nerves, what brings us true joy. Those are essential things because things to understand because it affects everything else. Oh man, sorry guys. (laughs) Personal identity affects how we look at life and how we deal with conflicts. If I were to ask you, who are you? Some of y'all might respond with maybe your age, your name definitely, um, your hobbies, I mean, if you pull out your ID, mm-hmm. this little plastic piece, it's on there. Yeah. Okay, but all those things—they're external. Yeah. They're not. They are a part of you, but not, They're not permanent. Because yeah. in the ten years, if I ask you the same question, all this is going to change. I got pulled over about a year ago, and the cop looked at my ID. And he said, that picture right there is not you. <laughs> no, that was my 18th birthday. Um, I just got my picture recently. That just shows that in two years, we do look different. Yeah. Our responses are going to be different to that. Our hobbies change. Yeah. But check this out. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have a secret identity that you may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes I think we lose sight of who we really are and who we forget who lives in our heart." Our identity identity in Christ doesn't depend on our hair color, our body type. This right here. (laughs) No. Uh, But let me ask you this. Have you allowed other people to define you? To tell you who you are and who you aren't? As we grow, more definition is given to our identities. Yes, we have our given names. Sean. Ralph. But we have other names too. And that's what the world has given us. We're smart. We're hyper. We're lazy. We're talented. We're needy. We're thin. We're stupid. We're selfish. We're athletic. We're nerdy. We're dumb. We're fat. We're attractive. We're ugly. We're annoying and lovable. That's just a few to name. Because the list goes on and on and on. We carry these names we're given on our backs heavy as boulders step by step, carrying them through, as we grow, through childhood, adolescence, through young adulthood, and into our everyday adult life now. Without realizing it, in effort to rename ourselves, we find ourselves doing incredible amounts of work attempting to overcome the names that we're being given. And in pursuit in this effort, it doesn't matter if his intent was good or it's going to be insulting, we find ourselves studying harder, working later, drinking longer, or building walls in effort to protect ourselves from being numb. We don't want our true identity to be numb. With every hour spent studying, every salary bump, every sexual partner, every pound lost, every drug consumed, every rehab attendant, every, we're attempting to redefine ourselves. We're attempting to run away from the darkness that we experience every day. We're attempting to redefine ourselves in the core. The ways we attempt to numb these these naming voices to overcome emotional wounds, the haunting voices feel good in the moment, but destroy us in the end. I've seen some of my, my friends just get totally destroyed from this, and I'm one of them. God has already defined you in His perfect Son, Jesus Christ. But see, we forget that identity sometimes. It's so circuit. we end up chasing meaningless earthly possessions and sinful experiences to find ourselves. To try to fit in, to try to be cool, to try to be someone we're not. When I moved here, I tried so hard to fit in here in Chapel Hill. It wasn't even funny. (laughs) I came from California to Franklin, which is still city, straight to here. I'll never forget the day I moved here. Uh, My mom's sitting right here. My first experience at Chapel Hill was a tractor pull. We rolled up here, and remember, like I said, I'm from the city. There was kids out front in overalls, cowboy boots, and I looked at my mom and I said, are you serious? (laughs) So about two weeks into school, I was asking for Carhartt sex. Uh-huh. Jackets, Carhartt jackets, cowboy boots. I was asking for a four wheeler, a go kart, something I'd never even seen before. All right, I didn't know. I wanted to go hunting. I never had a hunting permit. I didn't know what it was. I wanted to go hunting. But that's just the point that we try to fit in. But see, our true identity hides somewhere much more precious than things and experience, and that identity is internal. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you're no longer part of this world, soaking in sin. Let's go ahead and let's, let's pull out our Bibles. Let's turn to Galatians 2.20. And I'm going to bounce around a lot today in the Bible, so just hang on. If you don't have a Bible, just hang on. <laughs> 2.20 says, Maulsaph has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. Guys, that's powerful. Now I want you to turn to Second Corinthians, uh, yeah, Second Corinthians 5:17. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a lot of bouncing. Second Corinthians 5:17. Says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, the new life has begun. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Anyone who belongs in Christ has become a new, new, that's it, a new identity. Person, the old life is gone, the new life has begun. But we try so hard to fit in and get approval from this world, we're no longer a part of We'll never get the complete approval. Here's the hard truth. If you decide to follow Jesus Christ with all your heart, you're never going to fit in. That's just the hard truth. Yeah. But this rose prover doesn't matter, matter. You have a heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone on this earth ever could. Amen. His love for you doesn't change. It never fails. And it's internal. I know many of us feel insecure at times. And like I said, I'm one of them. But that's because we keep trying to find our worth and security in the wrong things. In Christ, we are firm and secure in Him. He's always with us. He will always, we will always have the stamp approval from Him. We never have to try harder for Him to love us more. We never have to beg Him to stay. Because all those things are a part of His character. His unshakable love is who He is. And as Christians, that's part of us too. See, once you become a new creation in Him, everything changes for the better. You're given a new name. Your whole identity changes because you've been, been rescued and redeemed from your sin and darkness and walked Him into God's kingdom. 1 Peter 2.9 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal pri- priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Let me ask you this. Do you know how special you are in God's eye? Do you know? Like, really think about it. Do you actually know how special you are? If you don't, that's why we're still trying to fit into this world. Let's go ahead and look at our Bibles and see what it says about us once we have a new identity in Christ. I have pulled a couple out. The first one is, you are his own possession. Deuteronomy 14.2. I'm going to go pretty quick through this. I'm not going to hit all of them with scriptures, but I'm going to pick a couple out. Deuteronomy 14.2. It says, You have been set apart as a holy to the Lord your God. And he has chosen you, you, from all the nations of the earth to be his own special treasure. Ah man, that's that's good. The next one is, you are chosen handpicked by God who created the universe. There, there's enough right there. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 1.5. Jeremiah 1.5 says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nation. You are treasured. You're irreplaceable. You are loved beyond compare. We're going to hit that one. That's good. It's Romans 5.8. Romans 5.8 says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Man, just think about that. That's, that's powerful. You're worth dying for. That's 1 John 3.16. 1 John 3.16 says, We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters worth dying for guys you are forgiven Romans 8 1 Romans 8 1 so now there is no combination for those who belong in Christ Jesus guys we're forgiven that's great you're his child 1 John 3 1 see how very much our Father loves us for he calls us his children that we are we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Also Galatians three twenty six says, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Guys, if you're wondering where I'm getting this, it's right here in our life manual what we should be looking at. This is our instruction book, as Stephen says. It seriously is. It's our instruction book. You are secure for all eternity. John 10, 28-29 I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and He is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from my Father's hands. You are set free. Romans 6.18, I'm telling you. I'm glad we're not bouncing through Bibles right now. Romans 6.18, Now you are free from your slavery to sin. You have become slaves to righteous living. I only got two more. You are precious to him. Isaiah 43.4 Others were given in exchange for you. I trade their lives for you because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. You are set apart. This is you. This is your identity right now. This is your identity if you're in Christ. This is you. This is your permanent identity. Those before, like I said, your hair color and stuff like that, that's not permanent. That's going to change. We're going to get gray hairs. Hey, so I mean, let's face a fact, guys. That's not permanent. All right. <laughs> this is your It can never be removed. Messed up, forsaken, taken away, or changed. This is our identity in Christ. This is who you are at work. This is who you are when you get turned down for a promotion. This is who you are if you go through a divorce. This is who you are when you have sinned so severely. It doesn't, doesn't seem forgivable. Yet to God, it is. No matter how you feel today or who you used to be used to be or what you're going through your identity in your loving father is who you are internally because Jesus died and rose again for forgiveness forgiveness of your sins when you receive his sacrifice as gift to you you need to become his this is who you are And like I said, all those things I name—that that is your identity. (laughs) But receiving these truths requires humility. You can bring your honors, your achievements all day long to Him. But they're just ghosts. They're just ghosts to Him. They're ghosts in comparison to your identity in Christ. Yes, your accomplishments can be great. I have great accomplishments that I like to, to share with everyone. Where I'm a championship coach in soccer. <laughs> yeah. so, and some of my teammates are here. They're in the back. They're little U-Niners, but it's okay. But I like, to, I like to share them off. But they're nothing. But they, they don't qualify us for God's love. They don't add any value on behalf of God's eyes. His life his love for us is truly unconditional. It really is. For once we have our identity in Christ, we become who we really are as children of God. Alright? Don't forget that. When you see yourself and Christ sees you, others begin to see you that way too. If you're you're setting secure in your identity in Him, your actions, speech, life expresses God's love. And I know this was pretty quick, but I knew someone needed to hear this, this message today. I don't know who it was, but I'm going to leave you with this. <clears throat> Remember who your father says you are, mm-hmm. because it isn't him. true identity lies Mm -hmm. you are our children of the one true God Mm -hmm. and that's where something and guys I love you all very much like I said I'm sorry guys I know it's short but I feel like someone needs to hear that today I rustled around I wanted to do a Thanksgiving message, but I got, I got started start working into it, and this, this was really brought to me. And uh, like I said, I don't know if someone on the podcast may need to hear it, someone out here needs to hear it, but guys, just remember what your true identity is. It's not these crazy things out here. It's not my championship trophy I have on the shelf. No, nah. it don't matter, And now, guys. But, I think we are going to call our Aldrin. So, Lauren, just stay on this side. And Adam on this side. If you just need a reality check, and a reminder of what your true identity is, or maybe you don't even, you didn't even know your identity. I want you to come up front and just talk to him. He's here right now. This is your chance to find your identity. Like I said guys, we are his children. And this is never, never gonna change. Alright. Like I said, love you guys. Very thankful for the divine family. Very excited to have some of y'all kids. Very excited to reach out to this community and show them what their real identity is. Because they they hear fake stuff all day long. This world has stolen their identities. I've been in that high school over there, and let me tell you what, it's rough. All schools are going to be rough. So I can't wait to show them what their real identity is. Thank you. Oh, we just thank you so much for this support that you've given us today just pray right now that you would work, work in this room, Lord. You're not finished yet, Lord. I pray that you'd work in this room. Lord, anyone in this room who's been wrestling with who they are for years, listening to who everyone else has said that they were, listening to the voices in their head, tell them who they are. Lord, I just pray that those people would come forward to say, come forward today to receive who you say they are. thank you.